It's paranormal week number two and we're going on vacation. The van is packed, we got a full tank of gas, and we're taking a road trip to haunted Savannah, Georgia. Prove me wrong. Welcome back, everybody, to Prove Me Wrong Podcast. This is our paranormal episode number two. And again, as we did last time, we're kind of exploring the idea that most of us at some point in our lives have experienced some sort of paranormal experience. A lot of it happens when you are children. And our first episode, we talked about things that happened to us when we were young and that really had a big effect on us. Pete and Christina are here again. We're going to talk today a little bit more about things that occurred to us when we were adults and things that happened to us when we were together. So we had the first episode where we talked about things that happened to us separately. We were both children and kind of the things that turned us on to the possibility of the paranormal. And from that point on, we are, again, we are both believers. We both feel that there's definitely something beyond this plane where we live right now. And so, again, we're going to discuss a few of them today. We're going to go on vacation today. We're going to go on vacation to the city of Savannah, Georgia. It's one of our favorite places. Uh, She and I have gone, Christina and I, say hi, Christina. Hi. (laughs) She's with me today. Uh, We have gone to Savannah several times on vacation. First, when we lived in Ohio, and especially since we've moved to Florida, we've been there several times. It's It's a much quicker ride now. And so we're going to discuss a few of those instances today that have occurred And again, this is something that we're going to do on a more regular basis with the Prove Me Wrong podcast. We're going to have a paranormal episode monthly, and we're looking for feedback from you as well. Definitely want to encourage you to send in your stories, ask your questions. Absolutely. And you can contact us through a number of different platforms. We have a Facebook page, a Prove Me Wrong Facebook podcast page. We are on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, any of those mediums, pardon the pun, (laughs) you can contact us, ask us questions, tell us your stories. We would love to be able to read them on the air or even potentially talk to you in person and share your experience with a, a broader audience. So, Savannah, it has long been rumored, it's one of the oldest cities in the United States. Yep. It has long been rumored with that much history to have it's it's uh, a lot of paranormal experiences, a lot of paranormal possibilities there. And we've had a couple of our own. Christina, uh, the first time that we, was it the first time that we went there? Yeah, because everything about the first time was unbeknownst to me that this was a haunted city. I just thought this was a beautiful city. It just and snuck up on you. Yeah, it point. just snuck up on me. I was like, this is a beautiful city. You know, we were on vacation. I think we were in Hilton Head and we just kind of, yes. we kind of snuck down and thought, oh, let's, you know, take a little, a little side trip over here to this, you know, everybody talks about how beautiful Savannah is. The food is so good. I think mm-hmm. we originally went on the, the ruse of food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, before we even get started with the scary stuff, if you have the opportunity to visit Savannah in your life, take it. It is a beautiful city it's incredible it's a little touristy at this point um, because everybody's in on the secret now but it is worth it going to the same uh, the bonaventure cemetery 
is amazing. It's and that's an, actually a little outside of. It's the, a little outside of this, this where the, you would the actual city, city part. Yeah. But I recommend a tour. They have uh, Segway tours. We've taken one. It's amazing. It was incredible. The squares, the way that the city is laid out, the food, I was say, the can we lodging. Talk about the food. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Talk about the food. <laughs> I'm just saying that's like my number one reason to go. You cannot be on a diet and go to Savannah. <laughs> Yeah, the number of in- incredible eateries is amazing. And, and the architecture of the, some of the buildings, these buildings have been there for hundreds of years, perfectly maintained. Mm-hmm. The history is just dripping off of the places. You can sit in the, the city square. Every block is built around a city square. So beautiful, so mm-hmm. relaxing. Take a trolley tour. Yeah. And if you, I mean, if you, if you get a good one, like, I mean, we've been on so many, I don't know why we keep taking trolley tours. We, we know <laughs> the history of the city, but I guess it's just fun to get on a trolley, but you get some people who just, uh, repeat what they're told, but then you have some people who were born there and they know the history. We've had some guides that were, had told Absolutely. us a little extra stuff. And if you get lucky and you get on the trolley ride and you get a, a good one. And for all of you paranormal enthusiasts, they have a lot of paranormal activities as well they have paranormal yeah. walks we actually went on one of those i think maybe the first trip we were there we went on it was either the first or second time we were there yeah, we went on a walking tour first. we had a paranormal walking tour and again just just took us through a couple of places told some history they have them really probably in every major city i know they also have them in saint augustine where we live now yeah but uh, a lot of opportunities for you if you are looking for that type of experience and i highly recommend it so that's actually where we where Christina had her first experience was in the parking lot, right? When we, that, that's where we had to go to wait. The Pirate's House is where we had to go to wait for the trolley, I believe. Was that? We were waiting for... I believe that's where we got picked up, was the Pirate House. Okay. Well, wherever it was... And for just so... And for some history into the Pirate House, it is a... It is just what it, it uh, what the, the name claims. It, it was a... I guess the history of it is a couple hundred years old... It was a tavern, and it's right on the banks of uh, the ocean. They're right on the edge the of, uh, of Savannah. And as part of that tour, they actually take you down into the bowels of the building where there was a tunnel. And what would happen is pirates would come up to the edge of this uh, of the, the bank there. They would use this tunnel. They would come up into the bar. If they found you there drunk they would conk you in the back of your head and they would drag you out back through that tunnel and you'd wake up on a pirate ship and you were now part of the pirate crew that shit happens uh, <laughs> back in the day it's a, a little disturbing to think about it that you could just be sitting there enjoying a or uh, that they would rob or they would rob people and drag people right. down to the river drown them you know it was seedy shady business going on a in lot the pirate of, house. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff going on there but that's where it kind of got its name, was that the, you could get shanghai there and end up on a, a pirate ship, indentured mm-hmm. servitude. That's right. So we were there, not for that reason. We were there as part of a, I believe we were there to, to catch the trolley. Uh, I think it was a trolley stop. Yeah. And um, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so um, everybody's like, oh, you better hurry up and go before the trolley gets here. So I run into the restaurant, leaving my entire family outside looking for the bathroom so I find it. I find the, the women's room and I go in and already this, it's weird because it's a bathroom and it's a restaurant. It's a busy restaurant. It's like the middle of the day. It doesn't, shouldn't feel weird or odd. 
but this bathroom feels weird and odd. And it's decorated so nicely, so mm-hmm. modern. It, it's like absurd to think that you don't even think about haunting things. I wasn't even thinking about paranormal activity in any way, shape, or form. Like I said, it was very modern, very redone, nice. It's just a bathroom, for goodness sakes. So I go in, I use the bathroom, and I'm, I come out, and there's a, a place to wash your hands. And I was standing there washing my hands, and I thought I heard someone come in behind, behind me. The door was directly behind me, but I, I wasn't looking into the mirror. I was looking into the sink to wash my hands, and I looked up because I thought somebody had come in the door behind me, and so I looked in the mirror, and there was the door didn't. I didn't see anybody behind me in the mirror. So I looked back down, continued washing my hands, and I felt someone tap my shoulder. And I was like, what? And I turned around. Again, didn't look in the mirror. I should have just to see if somebody was behind me, but I didn't. I turned around, There was an, and there was nobody there. And so as I went to grab the paper towels to, to wipe my hands, I did that, and I grabbed the door to pull the door to go out and... I felt someone like, I had long hair at the time, and I felt someone like, almost like they just grabbed my hair, not like pulled it, but like, as as you're walking away, you know how you feel somebody's hair just come, like flow out of your hand? Right. So somebody was holding onto my hair, but just letting it like, fall, just like caress through their fingers as I was walking out the door. And it was just, and I got like this chill, and it was weird, and I just, I didn't feel, it didn't feel right. It felt very icky like some just ew like what who just ew my hair don't touch me sort of like creepy feeling kind of like when you're being hit on in a mm-hmm. bar that you you're <laughs> some old old creepy man comes over and touches you in an odd way you're like oh can you not that's kind of what it felt like and uh so everybody all my family standing out there my sister my husband my children my mother my parents everybody's outside and you know I come out and I'm just like oh my god just like something touched me in the bathroom and I go up to my husband and I apparently look white or whatever and Mm -hmm. he's like what's wrong and I'm like you know something touched me in that bathroom I said I I swear to you and I'm not thinking one bit that this place is haunted like I said totally remodeled looked like a fancy restaurant to me in fact it was I, I looked at the menu while I was waiting there well, we were waiting for the thing. This place is expensive. Must be kind of new, you know, whatever. And like I said, the bathroom was modern. So didn't even think about it. And I look up at him. And I guess while they were waiting, they were reading the history of the place. Right. And so I said to you, I was like, I was touched in the bathroom. And I tell him exactly what happened. He goes, well, you know, this place is haunted, right? And I'm like, what? No. So I hadn't. So I just wanted, I just wanted to say that, that I wasn't going into this place feeling or expecting because i know when you take the tour let's take uh like paranormal tours right you're expecting something to happen you're waiting you're on edge did that really happen did i create that in my mind because i'm so amped up i had no clue so the fact that this happened without the knowledge i don't i don't know if that makes it more real to you but it did for me <laughs> yeah we were not there to take a ghost tour yeah this was our first time in savannah right. i wasn't our I didn't kids were very know. young we were just there to get on a trolley and take a historic a to- historical, historical tour. tour yes around the city so we were not going into it at this point we didn't have much experience at all with savannah again yeah. it was our first time really in that area yeah i had no clue that this was a so yeah so it was definitely a, a bit of a surprise to her right off the bat you know we're in the parking lot just waiting to pick up the trolley and she comes out uh, with this experience 
And so, so yeah, then I was instantly I was terrified. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then, like we said, we had gone later. It might have been the next time that we were there. It might have been a couple of years later even. We, we did go on a ghost walk. Yeah. And sure enough, it took us to the pirate house. It was The pirate house was one of the stops. And that's where they took us down into the bowels of the, of the place, down into the basement, and showed us the walled-up tunnel. Because it was a tunnel back in the day. They have closed it you know, since then, since you know, we've come into a normal society <laughs> where you don't get bushwhacked when you're getting a drink. <laughs> but uh, it was still there. And... Well, they took us through other parts of the restaurant, too. Yeah. And the bathroom happened to be one of the spots where people had claimed to be touched, especially women's hair. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So we definitely recommend if you are – one, we recommend that you eat there because uh, the menu, again, is fabulous. And it's a, it's a great restaurant, one of the great places you can eat in the area. But you also might get fondled in, <laughs> in the, the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> there, there might be a situation there where you get inappropriately touched – in the bathroom. Well, I don't know if in what inappropriately. No. Oh, you don't feel like it was inappropriate. Well, I was tapped on the shoulder and my hair was sort of like played with, so I don't know if that's inappropriate. But it did feel creepy. It did feel like it. Like I'm not kidding, women. Like you know when you go to a bar and and you know there's some guy behind you and he he's going to talk to you or something and you just don't want him to or you know he he moves your hair, or crosses your hair out of the way or. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he grazes his hand past your butt, and you're just like, oh, it's the worst feeling, you know? That was the feeling. <laughs> I think he was a creepy pirate, maybe. <laughs> or, yeah, just a normal pirate. I mean, <laughs> I mean, pirates by definition. Yeah, right. So that was, again, that was probably within the first hour of us being in the city. <laughs> and f- since then, we learned a lot of additional history one of the next trips we had, we went and we took uh, the walking tour, which took us across and past a lot of the cemeteries in the area. Uh, the city being so old, you can almost go anywhere and stumble across a body. And so it's, it's similar to St. Augustine, where anywhere you dig, anywhere you develop, you're going to have, you're probably going to find right. the remnants of someone living there. Mm-hmm. So there's an incredible amount of paranormal possibility there. Our next experience, though, was one that we actually went looking for. It was our 15th anniversary. anniversary, And we decided, again, we live in Northeast Florida. So we decided, let's go to Savannah for the weekend and let's spend some time together for our anniversary. And let's see if we can't find a haunted hotel. And so we went in looking specifically for haunted hotels. We searched all of the, the reviews Looked through all of the individuals who left reviews saying, well, this place is haunted. Room 210 is haunted. This place, t- I got touched in the bathroom. I got bit on the ass. Whatever it may have been. And that's a, an actual thing. There is Absolutely. a biting ghost at the place that we were about to That's leave. exactly right. That's why. And thank goodness that, that didn't happen to us because I don't think I'd return. <laughs> but the bottom line is we, we chose the place based on the level of activity and based on the, the feedback that we got in terms of um, the paranormal activity. Which is maybe a little different than some people choose their hotels. But in reality, it's the Marshall House. And in reality, it's a beautiful place. Oh, it it yes. is a fantastic place. And they did us right. Uh, when, I, when I made the arrangements, I had arranged to just for us to stay in one of the normal staterooms. Because it's, it's a little expensive, quite honestly. It's a lot expensive. And, um, but again, it was, it was a, an important anniversary for us. And I wanted us to go to that particular place. So... In the instructions I put in there that it was our 15th anniversary and we'd be celebrating it. 
And when we got there, uh, and I checked in, and so the desk clerk hands me the keys and says, you're in the Mary Marshall suite. And I, and I was a little confused because I was like, well, wait a minute, we didn't, we didn't book that. And lo and behold, they had happened to have it open. They saw that it was our anniversary, and they upgraded us into this room. And this room, instead of it just being a single room with the bed and the bathroom, this actually had a sitting room and the bedroom. So it was, it was the largest suite in the hotel. Yeah. Uh, a balcony. And it had its own balcony, right? You had to climb out the window. Yes. But they, they, they put a step stool there. They do put you. a step stool there. <laughs> and it was a, and it's an interesting bit of history. The reason they did that was because at the time, you had to pay uh, additional tax, I believe, for every door in the building. Mm-hmm. And so if they had placed doors leading out onto the balcony there, and because the, the balcony had always been there, if they put doors leading out there, they would have had to pay an additional tax for the doors. So instead, they did not put doors there. They just put these, you know, these huge windows. Are yeah, they're very low to the ground. So very low. Yeah. You have to crawl out the window to get onto the patio. And the patio is meant for people to be on there. There are seats and tables and everything else there. And they put little step stools for you to climb out the window. But it's just a neat little quirk yes. of the place that it's kind of fun. It is. But when we got upgraded, I personally was like, I got to get online and see what what what's the talk of, of this because mm-hmm. when we had booked our room we had tried to book what like room two so they had a, there was a specific haunted room and i think we had tried to book that one and now i'm like i kind of i know it was sweet of them to upgrade us but i was kind of bummed because i was like oh my gosh is this going to be haunted well lo and behold there was a ton of stories not to mention when you come into the marshall suite they already have a little pamphlet or book i don't know what you want to call it they're already describing things that have happened in this room, like printed literature already to kind of like some of it. To prepare you for what you might encounter. Yeah, to prepare you for what might happen in this room. One of them being on the ass, as Pete had spoke about earlier, which I was like, oh my God. So they were saying that every time somebody, not every time, but a lot of times when people were in the shower, they were getting bit on the butt and the thighs and the leg, and Mm -hmm. they think it's from a small child but um, they weren't sure, but there was plenty of people who had said that. So I made him stay in the bathroom with me when I showered and like kind of left the curtain open and like talked to him the whole time because I was so scared of getting bit. <laughs> but an incredibly old property. And one of the, again, one of the neat little aspects of it is they, it was originally built as a hotel. It was a hotel. But like most things in the South, it went through a lot of changes. At one point, it was a Civil War hospital. It was, I think, maybe a school as well at some point, and then came back to being a hotel. And so at the end of every hallway, they did this huge renovation of the place and turned it back into a hotel. And at the end of every hallway, they had these shelves with all these artifacts on the shelf. And these artifacts were things that they had found in the walls when they redid, the when they did all the refurbishments yeah. or in the floor. So it was all this, you know, incredible artifacts that, that had been left or... Most of it being from the Civil War Hospital. Right. A lot of medicine jars and weird tools that I'm not sure what they were for, but I'm sure they had a perp- they served a purpose back then. <laughs> uh, just a lot of interesting things. But there was also, from the original hotel, there was also uh, broken dishes found... So there was stuff from the original time that it was a hotel, right. not just from the hospital, but that was most of the mem- memorabilia, but was from the hospital. 
again, we went there with the express idea that we were going to find something. We were going there hunting for a paranormal experience. And just the design of the building, first of all, kind of throws you off because it is such an old hotel that even the hallways are not level. The hallways tend to slope one way or the other. They do. Um, So every now and then as you're walking, you may lose your footing slightly because of the hallway, not because of anything paranormal, but because the place is so old and the hallway itself is slanted to the left or slanted to the right. So it definitely adds a little uh, additional to just navigating. So uh, there may be individuals who literally not noticing that, because I noticed that just, just kind of looking at it, you can tell it was slightly askew. Right. So some, there might be some people who weren't paying attention to that and lose their balance or and trip and fall. And they were pushed. And think, yeah, yeah. Who, and who might have uh, inadvertently attributed that to something paranormal that really isn't. Right. The, the place is just old and it's not level. It's, it's, it's uh, I mean, you can see it with the naked eye. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so we had in our hands, we had a, a voice recorder, a little, little voice recorder and, you know, it's, it's one button, digital recorder. You push the button and it records, you push the button and it plays. And so part of our trip was we went through, I think every floor, mm-hmm. we went through each floor uh, I would be following Christina. She would be talking, you know, just to Asking see if we could get anything. Questions. What we were trying to do was capture an EVP if we could. We, we were also tra- were taking photos, too. Taking photos as well, yes. Trying to capture something, either something on film, something on the video or on the um, the audio. And we kind of walked through. We went through every floor, went up the staircases, walked to the next floor, didn't really have a lot of findings. Didn't have anything. We went back super bummed that... Maybe this place wasn't haunted. We didn't even feel anything. Right. Didn't didn't feel creepy. I mean, we both have had enough experiences on our own to kind of be able to tell when there's possibly something paranormal around. And right. Just didn't even feel. It just didn't even feel like that. So we were kind of. So we went back to our room and we were kind of bummed. But then, as we're sitting there, we had gotten nothing. We're sitting there on the bed at that point and just kind of talking. And well, we room. decided to go to bed. Well, yeah, we were laying there. Uh, yeah, on, we were on laying the bed. in bed, yeah. But the lights were still on. It wasn't like we were in the dark. Yeah, the lights just, were still on. Thought, we were just yeah. laying in the bed, and we were just t- and we were talking, and still had the recorder on. We were still asking questions. Of we the were going to leave the recorder on all night. That was and we did plan. end up leaving it on all yeah. night after. Right. But at this point, we were just kind of. Right, but I mean, just questions. saying that was our plan. We yes. were like, well, shoot, we didn't catch anything. Let's just leave this on all night because part of the little pamphlet had said people were waking up at the middle of the night hearing whatever, mm-hmm. you know, so so we we're like, okay, well, let's just leave this thing on while we go to sleep. But beforehand, we were talking. And we were talking about how we were kind of bummed, how we didn't see anything, and I was telling you, like, what kind of questions I was saying as we were going down the hallway, and I was like, well, shoot, let's, I mean, we should just try it in the room here before right. we go to bed. So then we just started asking questions. We would ask questions, um, is there anyone in here? And we would wait for a couple seconds. Do you know that you're dead? Wait a couple seconds. Do you think that you're alive? Wait a couple seconds. And just kind of done, done that normal, everybody's seen it on Ghost Hunters <laughs> type of questioning. We did that for maybe five, ten minutes. And then we stopped the tape and then we started to listen back to it. And as we're listening back, I had it, I was laying on my back on, on the bed and I had my arm extended outwards. So I had my arm extended up above us 
So it was quite a bit away. Again, I'm a tall guy, so I have a long arm. And so it was about three feet away from our body. Yes. And so from a distance, you would, you would hear us asking the questions. And we sounded kind but of But we definitely sounded far away. We were not right up on the microphone. So we're playing it back. We hear... It's, I think it was it was me saying the questions. No, it was me. No, no, it was you. That's it's right. It was actually me. Yeah. You, were, you were saying the questions. So Christina says, is there anyone here? Silence. Silence. <laughs> Do you know that you're dead? Silence. Silence. <laughs> Do you think that you're alive? Yes. Right in the microphone. And that's what we heard. And initially... When I heard it, I, th- I thought maybe I had said it or she had said it. It, it. We weren't expecting it. It was so unexpected to hear it, and it was right there, as if it was right at my hand talking into the microphone. Yeah, whereas we sounded like we were way, like way back here. Right. And this was, yes. It was right there on right top of the microphone. the microphone. Now I'm jazzed, right, because that's why we were there. Um, I was super excited at that point. Um, we still have that that EVP. We didn't really find anything else. That was it. That, that was really it. And we yeah, we, we did left have it on all night. And I played it. I listened to it the whole ride home. And there was there was nothing. Just some cars driving by and some gibberish in the hallway that I'm sure was just people coming in from. And that's part of the problem, too, is that it is right on the main drag. It, it is. is. I can't remember the name of the road, but it's the main road, um, the Marshall House. So all night long. And it's near the school also. Yeah, it's near the, the uh, College of Art and, Design, Art and Design. So you hear a lot of kids coming down the street. And... So all night long, there's a lot of noise pollution. And so it makes it incredibly difficult. So there may have been things that we heard throughout the night that got captured on that, on that audio that were completely normal. They were just things moving around outside because that road all night long was incredibly busy. And mm-hmm. It was weird. There you was never cars all night. Yeah, there was never a time when it died off there. It was it was busy all night long. So that was really kind of the only experience we had in the hotel itself. It was absolutely worth it to me because... And I think we had the window open too. And then because of the cars, we shut the window and turned the air conditioning on because yeah. it had just gotten too loud in there. So... But that was not the end of our experience there. Right. And we checked out the next day. And befo- I didn't get to hear any of this stuff, though. Well, I'm going to tell you this story. I know, oh, I know the story. I'm just saying I'm gonna tell you I, I was story. super bummed because, again, apparently I have a small bladder and I always have to pee at the wrong time. <laughs> That's right. So, so you weren't there. So I'm going to tell you the story. We checked out and Christina had to use the restroom. <laughs> so she's using the restroom. While she's using the restroom, it's a small hallway off to the side of the the front desk and in the hallway there there are pictures of the hotel from back in history historical pictures just to give you an idea of what it looked like back in the day and i love those black and white photos i love looking and seeing what something looked like when it was new it was it was so interesting to me so i'm standing there looking at these and this uh gentleman walks up to me and he worked in the hotel he was one of the um the janitorial staff and he looks at me or he looks at me looking at the picture and he says yeah that was the hotel in you know 1870 something you know i can't remember exactly the date that he said that was the hotel back then 
It's like, oh yeah, that's really impressive. That's amazing. And he was actually one of the he was actually telling me some of the history of it. And so he had told me as well some of the history about the different changes that the hotel had gone through. And you know, asked me if I had a good time. And I said, oh yeah, it's, it's wonderful. And I told him I did kind of mention to him that we had captured a little something on the recorder. And I told him we we had actually come here because we saw it was haunted. And he said, yeah, I really love it here when the place is busy. And you know, I'm like, oh really? He's like, yeah, I'm actually happy. And there had been some weather that was in Charleston. Mm-hmm. And Charleston's kind of the sister city of Savannah. Right. Very similar. And so he said, he told me that he was happy that Charleston had had some weather because the people who would have normally been in Charleston were in Savannah that weekend. And he liked when the, the place was busy. And I said, oh, really? You know, well, obviously, you would think somebody who's working in the place likes when it's busy. And he's like, yeah, when the place gets quiet, I don't like when the place gets empty because it gets noisy. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, I start hearing things. I start hearing a lot of things when there's nobody here. Uh, he said, when the, when people are here, you can kind of they kind of get masked just with the sounds of real people. Mm-hmm. And I looked at his face, and I could tell this guy was afraid. He was scared. And that just turned me on even more. I was super uh, excited about it. And so he's telling me, just even the fact that I, I, I guess there had been a recently yeah. a I recent had come out for this part I did a hear recent this part. suicide in one of the rooms on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody who was a, who had been a regular there came there often, had hung himself in the room. Not necessarily that, that has anything to do with anything of the, of the experiences there, but it just added to the overall creepiness of the place. <laughs> and you know, seeing this this man who worked there who was visibly shaken by what he knew and what he had seen in the past. And he didn't go too, too deep into it with me because honestly he didn't have time because by the time I really started to question him on it, I was just about to start to grill him and Christina came out. And so it wasn't, I didn't really get the opportunity to really get in depth with what he had seen, but the look on his face told me everything. And he was afraid. He was afraid of being there, especially by himself. And that just added to the creepiness of the place um, uh, beyond anything else that we might have even caught. Um, you just don't normally hear somebody say, I like when the place is busy because when it gets empty, it gets loud. It, yeah. you, know, you, start, you start to hear things. Yeah. And so, again, if you're looking for a paranormal excursion, if you're looking for a city or some place that you can go to and have those experiences, maybe you haven't had one in the past, maybe you're looking for one now. And that's not the only place. I mean, sure. we researched, so there's many haunted B&Bs and such. It's just the time of year, unfortunately, we went and the weather in Savannah, a lot of things were booked. Yeah, it's more about booking a room. It's mm-hmm. not about necessarily that we, that that was the only one we decided to choose or that was the right. only one with that kind of feedback that's kind of the only one that's available <laughs> yeah we just we just couldn't get in anywhere else yeah but if there are it, definitely supposedly more haunted places but i was pleased that we did at least catch an evp absolutely and we still have it it is something that we still have we still have the recorder we'll have to play it we'll have to find it and on a future show in a future show we'll bring it back we'll pull it back out and yeah. and play that evidence because it was it was startling at the time. Because at that point, oh, it was exciting. We were yeah, we yeah. were so jazzed. We couldn't wait to come home and show our kids. Because <laughs> at that point, we had resigned ourselves to the fact that we weren't going to see anything. You right, know, uh, right. Because we had been that whole day, you know, mm-hmm. hunting around that whole that hotel, and nothing had happened. And now we're laying in bed, going to bed, and we'll go home the next day. And 
okay. finally and caught And that something. happens so often, doesn't it, where you go in. You give up. <laughs> you go in trying to find something and nothing happens. And it's when you kind of let that guard down and, you, and your expectations are gone, maybe then that's when something happens. Right. So, uh, again, if you're looking for that type of experience, if you want to go someplace where you can have a paranormal uh, encounter, I would definitely recommend the city of Savannah. There are dozens of B&Bs there. Again, the food is great. The they nightlife are. is great. They have a lot of uh, opportunities there, day or night, for um, events, for sightseeing. It's a, really a, a wonderful place. And all the ghosts apparently think they're alive. They said so. That's right. <laughs> If you like this episode, if you would like to get in contact with us, please, you can contact us through the Facebook page or any one of the other applications that we use uh, that you can download the podcast. Message us, and we will answer your message as soon as possible. We'll take a look at your story if you have one. We'll share it online, or we can even have you come on to the show live and talk to us in person. And we'll see you again next time. Thanks. Thanks.